Hi, and welcome to the 5-Minute Business Boost, where you get to choose your 5-Minute Investment. I'm your host, Sam Hicks, and I'll be discussing topics under the headings of business development, marketing, photography, and much more. So buckle up, buttercups, and here we go. So today we're speaking with a small business owner to find out about their business journey. So it's five questions. Sounds easy, right? So get ready for some great insights, reflections, and some laughter potentially some real serious bits too. Please note our discussion today, meaning the content we create in this episode is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional advice. Each person and their business journeys are different. So let me introduce my guest for today. And today it's Joanne Cash. Hi, Joanne. How are you? I'm fabulous. Thank you, Sam. How are you? Uh, Pretty good, pretty good. So Joanne's from Pack Saddling Australia. Now, this is a very unique business. They fit into tourism, adventure and lifestyle. They operate across Victoria, but there's some exciting news that Joe might share with us a little bit later. They are fully catered and guided glamping or relaxation experiences on horseback. How awesome is that? And one wild fact about our guest is Joanne can cook a great bunch of champagne scones in a camp oven. Who would have thought, Joe, that you could do that? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> They're very popular. You do champagne scones with sautéed strawberry cream and uh, wash that down with a nice glass of bubbles around a campfire. It doesn't get any better. Oh, my God, that sounds amazing. All right, so now I've got some questions for you, Joe. So the first one is the origin story. So how did your business journey begin? What is your why? Why are you doing this to yourself, Joe? And what inspired you to start your business? And what fuels that belly? What is your motivation? So over to you, Joe. Let us know how okay. your business journey Fabulous. started. Oh, gosh, Sam, it all started a long time ago. I've been riding horses and pack saddling horses and mules for many years. And um, I used to work in local hospitality and it was time to change. So with some help and support of a, a fabulous local lady here and yourself, of course, Sam, I decided to branch out, bite the bullet, branch out and go into business for myself. I created a Facebook name, which was just a open commercial, a non-commercial name called Pack Saddling Australia. And straight away, it got hundreds and hundreds of hits and followers. Now, when I decided to go into business, I spoke to a business mentor and they said, don't change the name, take that name, you already have a stable network and database of names and contacts. So start with that. So that's what I did. So that's how Pack Saddling Australia got its name. And then from there, um, what's what do I do? What fires my belly? The thing that reason I started the business was to create memories, um, to create feel good things for people, probably targeting ladies, but um, the boys are allowed to come along as well. Um, Taking the girls out on their horses, like you mentioned earlier that we go out and do these fabulous glamping trips on horses and full catering and deluxe tents um, and 
awesome swag, say everybody camps in. But the thing about my business is you have to have your own horse. Um, We are one of the only companies in Australia that do the style of business we do where you ride your own horse. We don't do horse hire. um, We don't loan people our animals. You come along, bring your own horse. Um, It's your horse, your holiday, your adventure. And it's our job to make you feel super special. Um, the fire in my belly is by making people feel good about themselves, the environment, um, and want to come back. Like that's the that's the call sign is I want them to come back. So yeah, I, I hope that's amazing photos, Joe, of some of the amazing places you go to. Are you starting to get people now that you've been in business this long coming back? Do you see them? you know, from one trip to another? Absolutely, Sam. We have people that come along and their hearts are in their mouths and the butterflies are in the bellies and they don't know what they're in for. They hear all the stories of horses going galloping through the high plains and jumping jumps and (laughs) plunging through creeks and rivers. Well, I've got to tell you, if you want to go hooping and hollering, you don't come with us. We just hope uh, we don't do the hoop and holler. We just poke along quiet and calm, enjoy a cup of tea or a, a cold beer around a campfire or my my specialty is uh, port and coffee after tea. Um, we just poke along. People with their own horses don't want to go hooping and holler and they just want to relax. Um, they come along once with all this anxiety and stress and after the first half an hour, they already start asking questions about what's the next trip? When can I come wow. again? What's the next adventure? We want to be with you. We trust you. We rely on you. The service we offer is second to none and it's absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, that that speaks for itself. And when they come the next time, they bring another group of their friends and then it just keeps growing exponentially and it's just the best experience. That's amazing, Joe. So um, over the last couple of years, have you had any major challenges? And how did you overcome those challenges? Anybody in small business has, I'm sure they have their own major challenges. Um, my, I have a couple of major challenges. And number one is getting time in the office. And if anybody could see my office, they would see what sort of a chaos it is. Um, but we've got to get time in the office and it's allocating that special time in the office. The other major problem I have is because I'm I work so hard to make everybody happy it's doing the cancellations and getting people that come through and say hey listen we've changed our minds and we don't want to come oh no Oh, yeah, because they've either they've got family issues or first aid issues or medical or horse problems, whatever, yeah. they choose not to come. Um, yeah. I then have to invoke my cancellation policy, um, yeah. which I've had done by some professional people, and I hate it. I hate disappointing people. Um, mm. But when you're in business, there is that financial factor that if they cancel, then you're entitled to keep some a component of the finances. I refund as much as I can. But I hate yeah. disappointing people and saying, listen, I'm really sorry, but I have to keep a percentage of that. And um, 
yeah, and hopefully they understand. But some people don't. They get quite grumpy. Um, yeah. I have I've had a couple of people ring me the day before. Well, we all oh, know. What, no. Yeah, we all know what it's like. You've got um, yeah. people booked and accommodation booked and uh, food purchased, and that's my biggest issue is yeah. um, dealing with the that business, the uh, office work side of it, and um, trying to be honest. Or not, it's not hard being honest, um, but being being true to people's devotion to me and give them back as much money as I can. Yeah. So that's about having good processes in place, which you obviously have now that you've been in business for some time. Um, On reflection then, is there been a a significant milestone or success that your business has achieved so far? Like if you look back, Joe, is there something where you go, yes, that was amazing or that was fantastic? Is there something that you can share with us? Um, a milestone? Every trip we do, I don't have a one because every trip we do I upgrade, I change, I alter. Every trip is made and designed specifically for the people that come along. Um, This is what makes our business so unique is you can come along with six of your friends and say, hey, listen, we don't want to do any more than five kilometres a day. And I'll do it. That's not a problem. Um, We've got other people who come along and say, we want to do 20 kilometres a day. That's not a problem. Sometimes it's a bit of a problem getting Gashi to do 20 kilometres a day. He's my guide. But, um, yeah, but he does what he's told to. He's a good husband. Um, (laughs) But from there, we um, has there been a particular milestone? No. One of the huge successes of my business is the fact that um, I think it was three and a half, four years ago, we were sitting here on a wet and rainy day and we said, what are we going to do to encourage business? through the winter so we chatted John and I chatted about it and we come up with riding the Great Victorian Rail Trail from Tallarook to Mansfield well we sat down with pen and paper and within an hour we had the trip virtually nutted out as far as what we were going to do and we thought that that trip wouldn't work really because people can ride it themselves the Great Victorian Rail Trail is um excuse me, truly a unique horse riding, bike riding, walking experience. Um, And we didn't think that people would want to come with us. It is our biggest seller. We've got seven booked out trips this year on the Great Victorian Rail Trail. Oh, Um, wow. I know as soon as I release the dates, last year I think we had eight. And I know when I release the trips for next year, we're getting people come from South Australia and Queensland, all over New South Wales, just for the Rail Trail. Oh, my Um, God, that's amazing. And it's fantastic. And the goal of the rail trail for me was for my little business to generate income and business for all the other small businesses along the way. So we stop in hotels, we dine in restaurants, we have cafes, we get buy food from the um, Giddy Goat at Yark, um, Bucks Bakery, the Shearers Woolshed uh, Shearers place there at Bonnie Doon, we stay there. So we support so many places, let alone what our guests put into the area, buying fuel and food and souvenirs. So the Great Victorian Rail Trail has been and has become the backbone of our business, wow. um, which is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, 
That's a huge success. And hats off to you, Joe, because not only have you provided the service, but you're doing such a huge economic boost as you're yes. actually enjoying yourselves, you know, yes. trotting, walking with your horses up through the rail trail. Um, that's an amazing um success, Joe. Um, what's the most important lesson you've learned? from running your own business to date? If you had to look back, is there one or two things that you think, yep, that was a really good lesson learned? Surround yourself with smart people. Don't try and do things that you're not good at. I started doing all my own books and I struggled and fought and I wasted hundreds of hours in the office trying to learn to do my books. I then changed and I got somebody in to help me with my books and then help me go over to um, I think it's QuickBooks that I've gone on to now. And with the if you surround yourself with the right people, with the right guidance and the right support, you will succeed. Um, you yourself, Sam, have given me plenty of advice and tips. And um, I know that I've messaged you when I very first put one of my first trips up and it virtually went viral. And I rang you when you burst out laughing and said, I've been watching that. I wonder what you're going to do. And oh, I was huge. Oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. I was nearly in tears. I was so scared and worried because it was such a success. Um, and then from there, I, I embraced it and said, yeah, no, nah, we, we, this is going to work and we will make this work. But surrounding yourself with the right people is truly one of the best things you can do and um, have systems and processes in place to do everything from um, doing your dishes to making up the swags to loading the car. Um, yeah. I've got everything in place that things just run smoothly. If I got sick and had to go to bed, I know that I could give somebody the particular book and the process would just happen quietly and calmly. Well, maybe not calmly, but quietly <laughs> would anyway. <laughs> There's not too much calm about me. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic insights there. And um, just as a side note, um, I think a lot of um, – friends, clients, acquaintances and stuff don't understand that when I see a small business, um, you know, go viral, have some huge success. I'm actually in the office here doing cartwheels. I get such a thrill out of seeing that happen. And, yeah, we were literally just watching the views and the interaction oh. and the engagement go up through the roof. It was absolutely amazing. Mm. Um, okay, so we've sort of talked about some um important lessons and successes um what advice do you have for somebody who is an aspiring entrepreneur or a small business owner somebody I suppose that is going to start out who's thinking about starting a small business what what um insights do you have now Joe I mean the, the point about surrounding your people surrounding yourselves with smart people or you know assembling a tribe is really good are there any other thoughts that if you had your time again? Um, probably, oh, excuse me for saying um, probably one of the most, not one of the most important things, there's so many most important points. One yeah. of the things that works so successfully for me, and look, I have more front than Myers, and most people that know me know that. Um, it's a very old-fashioned saying, but hey, that's who I am. Um, the thing that I use and is super successful 
um, Kelly from the Yum Yay Peppercorn Restaurant, who's no longer there. Kelly, I'd done a couple of workshops with her and she helped me, as you did, Sam, with public speaking and not being scared to get in front of the camera. And the reason for doing this is use social media. Social media is an absolute, awesome, amazing, incredible promotional tool if you know how to use it and you're not scared of using it. I hear so many people in little businesses going, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to do that. I can't get in front of the camera and talk. It's really easy. The people on the on the phone that you're talking to are there. They are your friends. They want your product. They want to know who you are. They want to be able to support you. And if you don't get on there and tell them about your business, honestly, don't fib to them because they will see straight through you if you fib. Um, Tell them honestly who you are and what you've got uh, and it will work. And my social medias, people say, oh, I never get anybody following me. I had a a particularly old digress here a bit. Um, those that follow me, I had a uh, live post I put up two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Um, I lost uh, my personal horse and there was so much, so many comments on social media when the, the word had got around that I couldn't answer everybody. There was hundreds and hundreds of private messages. So I done a live on social media, on my private page, not my business page, to say thank you to everybody. And, oh, look, I sucked and cried. And you know what it's like when you lose a member of your family. Um, It was raw and it was hard for me uh, and it was confronting for me to let people see me so vulnerable. But I think it also let people know that I'm a human being like everybody else and it was so important and I think my following grew even more after that. Um, I'm noticing now when I do a live, I've got so many more people jumping on so quickly, bang, they're straight on there with me, posting comments, sharing my journey. Um, So social media, that is you have to get onto social media to grow a small business. Um, Getting on with somebody like Sam or anybody that can teach you how to get confidence in front of the camera, hey, I'll help you if you want to. I'm happy to do that. You've just got to bite the bullet, get in front and go for it. And I think think there was a couple of really good insights there, Joe. That raw footage, um, I didn't watch the whole lot because I ended up in tears and I was walking into a meeting and I thought I'm going to look like I'd flubbed. But I think that showed such an authentic, raw part of your life that we all felt for you. It was such an emotional tug. Everybody that has either had a horse, had an animal, suffered Mm. loss, just resonated with how you were talking and you just bared all and it was just so I suppose in a way inspirational that you know when things like this happen you need to talk about it you need to address Mm. it and you need to let people know that you know you're not having a good day and like I'm listening to you talking now and I'm I'm getting tears in my eyes because we've all been there and we all understand it Joe. and I think you know you're right that you know people do need to see the real you warts and all um I think that's such an important aspect. Um, 
what is your goal now for the next three to five to ten years? Because I know you, you'll have fire pits happening oh. with irons and oh yeah, happening everywhere well, with your ideas. What what are you thinking of? What are you and John up to in your head? John's um, in the living room out there kicking and screaming in the fetal position because I've got some new adventures in mind and he hates them. I shouldn't say he hates them. He's terrified of my new ideas. And so he's out there sooking, sucking in some, I'm sure of it. Um, We went, um, we went, were invited to go to the Donkey Mule Festival in uh, Wandon last couple of weeks ago. It was huge. Oh, my gosh. I thought, oh, well, I wonder what sort of an event this is going to be. It won't be much. There were thousands and thousands of people there. I was gobsmacked. Well, me being me, I've created another business. I've, I've sort of thought about all these people and what I can do. So I've created, uh, reinvented my hikes where people can come out, ladies can come out with me and go walking and we will do a nice, gentle, not a hike up through the mountains like um, sound of music stuff up through the high country. We're not doing that because I don't do that. We just go for a nice, gentle stroll. Stop laughing at me, Sam. A nice, gentle stroll through the bush. Enjoy the lyrebirds and the forest. Get to camp. Um, have a beautiful campfire dinner. Ladies stop for two nights in camp. We go for another lovely walk the next day. Nothing too strenuous or hard. And I've already had people wanting to come and book that. I'm also doing um, treks where you can take your own donkey with your pack saddles on it and uh, all your camping gear, and you can go for go for a donkey walk. Um, bring your donkey or bring your mule or bring your little horse and um, go for a walk. Pack off the back of your animal. We'll do all your camping if that's what you want. So, oh, wow. yeah, there's always new journeys. I'm always reinventing the wheel. Um, trying to come up with something that keeps my business that little tweak unique above and beyond everybody else. So if you are going to start a business, try and find that point of difference. I've heard you say those terms many times Mm -hmm. to me. Um, Find that point of difference. And my point of difference is offering something different to the guests, Uh, walking fully supported. They're not on their own. They're not out in the forest struggling. We are there. John comes with the car and trailer, the esky with the chilled champagne. We're there to help. We're there to support, all that sort of jazz. So that's what keeps our business different. And I just love coming up with new adventures. We started, um, you mentioned earlier a new experience we're now going to south australia and riding the kidman trail and uh, that's that is truly um two weeks riding through the mount lofty ranges it is absolutely stunning uh just how nice of an experience will that be yeah, riding along so the kidman trail starts at kapunda in south australia and finishes at willunga so it's absolutely awesome. But do you, sorry for the dumb question without notice, do you truck or van or pull your horses from Victoria to South Australia? 
What happens with this trip, again, I've reinvented the wheel with this. I've come up and thought about it and thought, yeah, this is going to work. I'm going to try this, and it works fabulously. The Kidman Trail is run under the banner of SA Tourism, and they are so good with their tourism. I hate to say it, but Victoria could learn a thing or two out of this. Um, Their whole Kidman Trail is on a mapping system called Avenza. So what happens, we organise meeting the guests at Kapunda. We actually don't take a horse or horses, and it's a self-guided trip. We make sure the guests have got the maps. I do all their cooking, all their catering, food, everything, and they ride from point A to point B. And when they get to point B... So you're like guides in a way at your horses. Oh, yeah, wow. they ride their own horses. Yeah, and it's so exciting. And when they get to camp, I have the platter of afternoon tea set up and the last trip was gin and tonics, was the drink of the ride. Uh, I'd have the gin and tonic organised and the tea and coffee. The girls would fix their horses up, relax their horses down. Then I would we take them back to get their car and float and we shuttle it forward. So they're leapfrogging all the way along the trail. They sleep in their float, which is warm and cosy and comfortable and when we get to the end um 270 kilometers later 14 days laughter glass of wine around for dinner and it's just awesome experience south australia is so unique compared to our country i love our country i would never move to south australia because i love our um, valley here but Mm. it is beautiful to go and ride it and see something totally different. And are you expecting, Joe? sorry I'm now adding, but are you expecting people who are South Australian to join that or have you got followers from Victoria or Queensland, wherever, because you're national, um, are they coming to a South Australia for that ride? Yes. Where are you interest? Queen, Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, and South Australia. They're all coming. Whoa. And I've got people wanting to come from WA, but it's just too far for them to travel. If we had horses for hire, we would have people from South Australia and Darwin flocking down because they just don't have the freedom of trail yeah. that we have yeah. here in Australia, in Victoria. Wow. And having having ridden all over the place here in Victoria and South Australia and parts of New South Wales, we are so lucky here in our part of the world with what we have to offer. Um, yeah. We do Craig's Hut and we go up through Craig's Hut once a year. We go up through there for a four-day experience. Um, it's booked out. As soon as I release the dates, it's booked out. I think I've just done my um, MailChimp. That's another good one. I've just done a flyer on MailChimp and um, I added up all my days for the whole year of 224. I only have, I think, 16 spots open. And that's a one spot here, a two spot there, bits and pieces all the way through. So if you find you have a, a unique little business and you can find that point of difference, what's the old saying? I will build, they will come. Yeah. So it will happen. It will happen. I'm, I'm just loving the fact that one of your passions is mules and you've actually worked out from going to that mule festival, which was just massive. I was watching it on social media and, you know, people were complaining about they couldn't find car parks, they couldn't find this, they couldn't find that. And I thought, you know, as event organisers, that's a fantastic, a horrible but a fantastic um, problem to have because it means people were interested. So 
with the mules coming in, that was just a light bulb moment when you were there because I think, did you and John have a stall or a, a space and take mules? Well, the function was a donkey mule festival. So they had yeah. different donkey classes and mule festivals and things like that. Yeah. As a commercial business, I didn't want to go and compete. It's not in me to do that. It's yeah. not part of my nature. Show off I am, competitor I am not. Um, so they invited us to come along just to have our boys there and to talk about our business because through the donkey mule world, we're quite well known because yeah. of our working mules. And they said, Joe, will you come along and do a talk on pack saddling because we do workshops here, teach people how to pack saddle, what to take and what and where and all this sort of jazz. And I said, look, I'd love to. Um, we took along two of our boys and one of our boys is over 16 hands and the other one is 14 two. He was our small mule. And we had them all done up in their gear with a pack saddle gear on and saddle and riding saddle. And they looked fantastic. And all the other donkeys are tiny little Tonka toys. They're all these little ones. <laughs> And they just look so gorgy and cute. But honestly, when you compared them with our boys, our boys just dominated over the top. Yeah. And um, there was a photo I wish I had of got our big boy, um, Carter, had his muzzle right down on the ground and there was about five little girls sitting around his muzzle giving him oh. a blade of a blade of grass at a time and his great big muzzle was just gently taking it from the girls and I thought, how I wish I had a camera. Oh, my um, God, what a beautiful boy. And that's not like you not to have a camera in your hand. Well, exactly. Well, we, were, we were so busy with all the people. Yeah. Um, there was hundreds came through and spoke to us on our um, – we only had a small yard. I had a little marquee. We couldn't yeah. even stand under the marquee. There were so many people wanting to talk to us about the mules. So uh, side, was, side question because we're doing that now. As a business owner, that was good PR for you to be involved, wasn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. The reason I went to it was, number one, um, primarily it was to support the Donkey Mule Festival and the lady that ran it, it runs it on her own and she does, it's just a hats off to her for doing it. Yeah. Um, she does it because she loves donkeys. Um, the sideline of it, I said to John, was I want to take a small marquee and put our banners up, have my brochures there and have, because I always do photo books of our experiences. Yes. And have them there. And if people want to have a look and take a brochure, they can. Well, I think I gave away probably 250 brochures. Whoa. Now, you only got to have two people book. That's all you need. One person book. And that's yeah. done. Well, I've had two trips book out of that week, out of that day. Wow. Um, that's a pretty good ratio. I'm very happy with that ratio. Yeah. Um, most people with they just want to come and pat the mules, but yeah. turning well, it into a business op- yeah, turning it into a business opportunity was a challenge to try and work out what I could do. Um, but by being there at that day, my name was at the front of the donkey mule pages. So when yeah. I put up, do you want to come and do a trek? It booked out straight away. So there you go. Bang, bang, bang. Wow. So that's that's, that's how so inspirational, Joe. Absolutely. You've just got to think outside the square. Yeah. That's really good advice. Well, thank you so much today, Joe. I've learned so much just listening to you and I'm sitting here with a huge smile on my face because you just 
inspire everybody that you speak to. And I've learned so much from you over the years and from today. Um, where can listeners find out about you and your business? There's, um, again, social media. Come on to social media, Facebook. I have a Facebook page called Pack Saddling Australia. I have a website that's called www.packsaddlingaustralia.com.au. Um, if you jump on there, gee, that took a lot to get out without getting tongue-tied. <laughs> um, if you jump on there, you'll see photos of our trips, uh, comments from people. I actually try not to do too much self-promotion about it because I think the comments from the guests say it all. Um, mm. And so, yeah, if you jump on there, it's got our calendar. Have a look on the calendar. Definitely if you're interested in coming along, register because what happens is when I do my 225 calendar, I release it to my database people first so they get three three weeks notice of next year's trips before I put it on social media so you um my database people which I have just on a thousand people in there now um they get first option before I send it out onto this uh, public space so definitely register and the link is always on my Facebook page and also on my website and uh, I look forward to uh, hearing from everybody and remember, it's not just about horses and mules. You can come walking with me too. For all the, you girls in business that want to get away, let's do a couple of days through the week when it's a bit quiet. Let's go for a hike and let me spoil you blokes for a change. Oh, I just love that, Joe. Well, thank you so much, Joe, and um, have a fabulous day. Thank you so much and thank you, everybody, for listening and I'm looking forward to future contact. Thanks for listening to the 5-Minute Business Boost. For more information, follow me on social media, sign up for my newsletter, or check out my website to see how we can work together to reach your small business goals. And remember, anything is possible, especially in northeast of Victoria. Till next time, cheerio.